More than 2,000 years ago, the glory of God was revealed to us through the birth of Jesus Christ, a glorious miracle sent down from heaven. That night, the Lord came to live with a humble and poor family, a family with room in their hearts and faithfulness to the Lord, a family who was ready to receive a miracle. This morning, we light the candle of miracles. This light reminds us that not only do miracles happen around us every day, but that every day we are called to show God's miraculous love to others. Let us pray. Lord God, we need your help today. Help us to make room for the miraculous in our lives, that the light of Christ might shine through us. Amen. Bless the Lord who forgiveth all our sins. His mercy endureth forever. Almighty God, unto whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear what our Lord Jesus Christ said. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy upon us. I'm sorry. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Merciful God, who did send thy messengers, the prophets, to preach repentance and prepare the way of our salvation. Give us grace to heed their warnings and forsake our sins, that we may greet with joy the coming of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated for the readings. Our first reading is from Isaiah. Comfort, O comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that she has served her term, that her penalty is paid, and that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries out, In the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill shall be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all people shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, Cry out. And I said, What shall I cry? 
All people are grass. Their constancy is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades. When the breath of the Lord blows upon it, surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Get you up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good tidings. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good tidings. Lift it up, do not fear. Say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. See the Lord God come with might, and his arm rules for him, his reward is with him, and his recompense before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms and carry them in his bosoms and gently lead the mother's sheep. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us read together Psalm 85, found in your insert. We have been gracious to your land, O Lord. You have restored the good fortune of Jacob. You have forgiven the iniquity of your people and blotted out our sins. I will listen to what the Lord God is saying, for he is speaking peace to his faithful people and to those who turn their hearts to him. Truly his salvation is very near to those who fear him, that his glory may dwell in their land. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth shall spring up from the earth, and righteousness shall look down from heaven. The Lord will indeed grant prosperity, and our land will yield its increase. Righteousness shall go before him, and pity shall be a pathway for his feet. Our second reading is from Peter. Do not ignore this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like one day. The Lord is not slow about his promise, as some think of slowness, but is patient with you not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and the heavens will pass away with a loud noise, and the elements will be dissolved with fire, and the earth and everything that is done on it will be disclosed. Since all these things are to be dissolved in this way, what sort of persons ought you to be in leading lives of holiness and godliness? waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be set ablaze and dissolved, and the elements will melt with fire. But in accordance with his promise, we wait for new heavens and a new earth, where righteousness is at home. Therefore, beloved, while you are waiting for these things, strive to be found by him at peace, without spot or blemish, and regard the patience of our Lord as salvation. The word of the Lord. Thanks be God. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord Christ. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, 
See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for, for, for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of the sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord our strength, and our Redeemer. As I was reading the Gospel from Mark, I thought of other books I have read recently and how the author begins by setting the time or place, identifying people, something important about the story that I'm about to read. The book Three Sisters by Heather Morris. I cannot pronounce the name of the city, but it's Slovakia, a city in Slovakia, June 1929. The three sisters, Chibi, Magda, and Levi, sit in a tight circle with their father in the small backyard of their home. The oleander bush mother has tried so hard to coax back to life droops disconsolately in one corner of the small garden. Killers of the Flower Moon by David Gran. In April, millions of tiny flowers spread over the blackjack hills and vast prairies of the Osage Territory of Oklahoma. There are Johnny jump-ups and spring beauties and little bluettes. The Osage writer Joseph, John Joseph Mathis observed that the galaxy of petals makes it as if gods have left confetti. In May, when the coyotes howl beneath an unnervingly larger moon, taller plants, such as spiderworts and black-eyed Susans, begin to creep over the tinier blooms, stealing their light and water. The backs of the smaller flowers break, and their petals flutter away and before long they are buried underground. This is why the old sage Indians refer to May as the time 
of the flower-killing moon. Mark begins his gospel, his story with these words, the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. By the time Mark was writing, some of the people heard, had heard, perhaps even followed the man Jesus Christ. Yet he goes to scripture, to the scrolls of Isaiah, where he quotes the prophet who speaks of God's promise. See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. The reading from Isaiah speaks to the conditions in the wilderness and the path that must be prepared for God. The valleys lifted up, the mountains made low, the uneven ground made level, the rough places a plain. Nothing is to obscure the witness of the glory of God revealed to all of the people in time and in place. This is not the first time we have begun to read this story from Mark, to hear the promise of God fulfilled, to hear of God's word and works revealed through God's Son, Jesus Christ. We know this powerful, life-changing story. Yet through the three-year lectionary cycle, we hear it told from three writers, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, as well as John's rich gospel added to the mix, each beginning from their perspective of the meaning and purpose of God's gift, the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, introduces us to John the Baptist, the person who will prepare the people for the coming of Jesus. He will call the people to repentance for the forgiveness of sins. He will baptize them with water in the Jordan. He will proclaim the power of God that will be revealed in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The power of one, the one who is more powerful than he. The one who will baptize with water and the Holy Spirit. We have read books, including scripture, that have revealed truth spoken to our hearts, telling stories of great courage, hope, love, strength, in people who have known great adversity and opposition in their lives. Their stories encourage us to respond, to be of courage, to make a difference in the world, to pass on a better world. 
May we approach this new liturgical year, this book of Mark, with with eyes wide open, ears with curious wonderment, a mind free to listen, a heart filled with love and yearning. May we be witnesses of Jesus' words and deeds as revealed by Mark's experience and desire to share the greatest story ever told, the good news of Jesus Christ. Let us hear it again as if for the first time. May we be willing, ready to journey with Jesus. This is the season of believing, Bishop Charleston wrote, the time to look ahead in expectation, to climb the hill to see who might be coming down the road. This is the season to be awake, to listen to the sounds of the sacred moving around stirring the dead leaves with the breath of the Spirit. This is the season to make ready, to prepare a place in the heart of hope, to clear the path that leads to a welcoming home. God could sweep in majesty from one end of time to another, But this is the season when God comes to earth to walk the path that leads to your front door. Amen. We believe in one God, the Father and Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. The prayers of the people are right one found on page 328. Let us pray for the whole state of Christ's church and the world. Almighty and ever-living God, 
who in thy holy word hast taught us to make prayers and supplications and to give thanks for all men, receive these prayers which we offer unto thy divine majesty, beseeching thee to inspire continually the universal church, especially in the Anglican cycle of prayer, the Church of Pakistan, united, with the spirit of truth, unity, and concord, and grant that all those who do confess thy holy name may agree in the truth of thy holy word and live in unity and godly love. Give grace, O Heavenly Father, to all bishops and other ministers, especially Justin, Archbishop of Canterbury, Michael, our presiding bishop, Mary, our priest, Jessica and Bob, our wardens, Connie, Deanna, Robin, Sharon, our vestry, that they may, both by their life and doctrine, set forth thy true and lively word, and rightly and duly administer thy holy sacraments. For those in the armed forces, and especially those deployed, Mikey Raina Mains, in our parish cycle of prayer, John and Lynn O'Brien, Kenneth and Kristen Porter. For those celebrating an anniversary, Ken and Natasha Spencer. And to all thy people give thy heavenly grace, and especially to this congregation here present, that with meek heart and due reverence they may hear and receive thy holy word, truly serving thee in holiness and righteousness all the days of their life. We beseech thee also to rule the hearts of those who bear the authority of government in this and every land, that they may be led to wise decisions and right actions for the welfare and peace of the world. Open, O Lord, the eyes of all people to behold thy gracious hand in all thy works, that rejoicing in thy whole creation, they may honor thee with their substance and be faithful stewards of thy bounty. And we most humbly beseech thee of thy goodness, O Lord, to comfort and succor Bob and Sharon, Jane, Patricia, Sue, Connie, Wayne, Sharon, Cinny, <clears throat> Greg, Suzanne, Chris, Mary, Jerry, David, Jimmy, <clears throat> and Bob, and all those who in this transitory life are in trouble, sorrow, need, sickness, or any other adversity. And we bless also thy holy name for all thy servants departed in this life, in thy faith and fear, especially Harry Davis, beseeching thee to grant them continued growth in thy love and service, and to grant us grace so to follow the good examples of St. John the Divine and of all thy saints, that with them we may be partakers of thy heavenly kingdom. Grant these our prayers, O Father, for Jesus Christ's sake, for our only mediator and advocate. Amen. Amen. Ye who do truly and earnestly repent you of your sins, and are in love and charity with your neighbors, and intend to lead a new life, following the commandments of God and walking from henceforth in his holy ways, draw near with faith and make your humble confession to Almighty God, devoutly meaning. Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, maker of all things, judge of all men, we acknowledge and bewail our manifold sins and wickedness, 
which we from time to time most grievously have committed, by thought, word, and deed, against thy divine majesty, provoking most justly thy wrath and indignation against us, we do earnestly repent and are heartily sorry for these our misdoings. The remembrance of them is grievous unto us, the burden of them is intolerable. Have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us, most merciful Father, for thy Son, our Lord Jesus Christ's sake. Forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may ever hereafter serve and please thee in newness of life, to the honor and glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of his great mercy hath promised forgiveness of sins to all those who with hearty repentance and true faith turn unto him, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and bring you to everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Please stand. The peace of the Lord be always with you. And also with you. Thank you for joining the St. John the Divine podcast. If you're interested in worshiping with us, you can visit us at 9 a.m. at our church, which is at 216 East Chandler Boulevard in Burlington, Wisconsin. If you want to learn more about us, you can click the link in the description or visit stjohnthedivine.org. Just remember, we're the one in Burlington, Wisconsin, not the Cathedral in New York. Have a great day. Bye.